This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What's your favorite fun fact? Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. 651-641-1071. What is your favorite fun fact? You know, the kind of thing you throw around at a party and uh, maybe people try to test something out because yeah. of it or look it up on the Googs. 651-641-1071. What is your favorite fun fact? Why are we asking about fun facts? Hey, because have you heard about this uh, this uh, viral thing that's been making the rounds? I think very specific, specifically on TikTok that you can't pick somebody up. If they are touching your chin. Oh, that's a thing. It sounds really weird, right? Um, But it is. It's a thing that people have been, you know, sharing on uh, social media. And so this woman uh, wrote who's, uh, I I guess, I don't know if she's like her own TikTok or whatever. She writes for Lifehacker. Her name is Beth Skwarecki. Okay. She lifts. Fun fact, she's like a, I wouldn't know how to spell that. I wouldn't. I barely knew how to say that. Um, she is like a, she. She lifts weights. She understands strength. This is how she self describes. And somebody said to her, "Hey, please debunk this." And she was like, "Okay, I'll do the work on it." Now you might be thinking, and by the way, we're still asking, "What is your favorite fun fact?" Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Like, how exactly does this work? Well. Just imagine somebody who's smaller, like a, but like a, you know, near your size, but smaller. You're going to go pick them up. You're going to probably grab them under their um, armpits to pick them up. And they would then put their finger under your chin. Mm. But what happens when that happens is they get farther away from you. And that's the thing that makes them harder to pick up. So it, it isn't really like there's no like. It's not like a self-defense move. Like yeah, if like somebody if comes somebody's to- like, you know, baby Bert, you know, like holding you, like cuddling you yeah. and you touch their chin, they're going to drop you. Right. Yeah. Or like that, like if somebody's trying to take you somewhere and you touch their chin, they're like, it renders them yeah. powerless. That's not how it works. It simply is a way of putting distance between you and a person, which makes you the like the lever of picking you up. Um, harder and then she does a video with her boyfriend where he tries to pick her up and he picks her up fine and then she puts her finger on his chin and then he can't pick her up because she's too far away so i thought well that's i love that i love a fun fact like that like uh you know you can't lick your elbow like nobody can do it um i love those things 651-641-1071 what is your favorite 
Fun fact: Should we go to the phone? Let's go to the phone. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna wait just a moment, Bradley. Do you have a favorite fun fact? You know, um, there is there was a the only thing I can think of because I've been like obsessed with um, reading about don't don't at me gut health mm. is that you that have out. right yeah you have more like. Um, bacteria, like we are more bacteria than we are human cells, where there are more bacteria, but that's not necessarily true. It just depends on how you look at it. But it, it is still fascinating to me that we have like we are as much bacteria as we are human beings. Mm. And there are a lot more um things that are not part of us that are actually a part of us. If that makes sense. Like we are like, whether it's bacteria, viruses, water, and all the other weird things that we make up, um, you know, more than just the human cells that are made up of us, which I find utterly fascinating. Really opens up another door for name calling. That's exciting. What do you mean? Like I could just be like, you're bacteria. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Except that's a compliment because bacteria are awesome. See? Right. That's how that works. Let's go to Sierra. Sierra is on the line. Hi, Sierra. Sierra, what's your favorite fun fact? Hi, Sierra. Hi. Um, Okay, so mine is kind of weird, and it's really fun to do to kids, too. Mm. We Uh, love weird. Giraffes have the same number of vertebrae in their necks as humans. They're just a lot bigger. We both have seven. That's pretty cool. That is super cool and very interesting (laughs) and also kind of scary. Because those are some big vertebrae. Yeah. Sierra, how did you learn that? I don't remember. I was a nerdy, nerdy child, and I read a lot of animal books. And probably there. I don't remember, though. And you just put that in your brain, and it stayed. Yeah. I like it, Sierra. now when someone says, what do you know? Well, a giraffe has the same number of vertebrae as a human. That's what you know. Thank you so much, Sierra, for your call. Let's go to Carrie. Carrie's on the line. Hi, Carrie. Carrie. Hi. What's your favorite fun fact? Um, Do you remember the name of the dog that they tied to the roof in the uh, vacation movie? Yeah. You do? I don't. I don't know. Isn't that the um, uh, what's not the roof, but the isn't there a st- yeah? They had to. They had to. It was like the whole point of the trip. I don't so know. I'm that. thinking of um, uh, what's it called? Um, not um, European vacation. But- the dog's name was Dinkum. Oh. That's my fun fact. It's a great trivia question. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I did. What? Say it again. National what is Lampoons. It? You know, like when or uh, Christmas Christmas yeah. vacation. But what's the dog's name again? Dinkums. Dinkums. Yeah. Oh. Thank you. I'm going to remember that next time I do trivia and that comes up. Thank you so much for your call, Carrie. Jack is on the line. Hi, Jack. Jack, what's your favorite fun fact? Well, I'm a fan of horse racing, thoroughbred horse racing, and it's a fact that Secretariat had the largest heart of any horse that they've ever found, Aww. and that's why Secretariat won so many races and did so well, because his heart was bigger. Bigger and stronger then, probably. Right. Oh, that is interesting. Thank you, Jack, for that fun fact. Uh, Secretariat had the largest heart. Who knew? It grew. I didn't know that. Three sizes. Wow. Uh, thank you guys for making us a little smarter. We did get a couple emails on this. 
um, Mary couldn't call because she was in a meeting. I hope your meeting is going well. Thanks, Thanks for Mary. listening while you're in your meeting. <laughs> um, Mary said uh, prostitution is legal what? in New Zealand. Oh. That's exciting. Where are we going with that? And Mary said, "Um, I can touch my elbow to my nose. Good for her. Can you do that? I can't no, do that. No, I, I don't. I've never tried. I doubt it. That's that feels unless you're really, like a yoga aficionado. I feel like you'd need that giraffe neck in order to get there. Uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, for calling and telling us your favorite fun facts. Fun when, we, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I've got a fun fact for you. Rebel Wilson's announcement about her baby has come at a very good time for her career. Oh, interesting. And I'm going to tell you all about it when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Okay, I, I don't think I have a tinfoil hat on for this conversation. It doesn't look like it. Well, I don't know. Tell me if it sounds like it. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. This week has been very Rebel Wilson forward. Oh, yeah, because um, she had a baby. Because she had a baby. But even before that, like over the weekend, she was trying to dispel rumors that she and her girlfriend, Ramona, is it? Uh, Ar- Quimby? No, age eight. No, is it Ar- Argram? Ar- Ar- anyway, that she and her girlfriend were engaged. Um, she dispelled those rumors. And then like Monday, I think it was, we got an announcement that she has a little baby that she's welcomed baby. into the world via surrogate. And then today, um, actually it was yesterday, I opened up this article from the People magazine and I read the headline and stopped short because I could only imagine what was coming next. The headline is, Rebel Wilson returns to her serious actress roots in the Almond and the Seahorse trailer. Oh, I forgot about that movie. Wait a minute. Returns to her serious actress roots. Okay, so there's a lot happening there. Number one, like you said, that movie, we talked about it a long time ago because back when we were still talking about her weight loss after the year of health that lasted three years, three years, um, we knew that she was doing this Almond and the Racehorse. Seahorse. Almond and the Seahorse movie. (laughs) (laughs) And that this was a serious role for her, right? We knew about it. But do you realize this is coming out December 16th? No, so I didn't know that. Now we're on the ramp up for the promotion for this. Which might be why we're talking about a lot of these things. Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying. I'm Again, I'm not wearing the tinfoil hat. I'm just like laying things out like chronologically <laughs> like, for you. I don't know anything, but people are talking. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think it's like, fair to say, like, we do this with every celebrity. So I think it's right. perfectly plausible that it's not that she planned her life around the right. premiere, but that she's promoting or using. I mean, this is what celebrities do, right? Right. So that's the thing I want to be really clear about. What I am not saying is that she uh, had a surrogate <laughs> and had a baby in order to promote this movie. That's not but what I'm saying. she would have also had to plan these things around her career, so that's right. not beyond the realm of possibility that she had to plan it around this film. Well, and the timing of the announcement is interesting, isn't it? Right? Like, well, yeah. So there's just a lot. Anyway, long story short, but you keyed in on the other piece of this that we need to talk about, which is two words, three words, <laughs> serious actress roots. 
Yeah, that's, that's interesting to me because I don't know that I would think of... I mean, it's it's hard, though, because I don't know her catalog. I'm just scrolling through her IMDb because mm. I know her, of course, from her iconic role in Pitch Perfect and Pitch Perfect 2 mm-hmm. and Pitch Perfect 3, mm-hmm. uh, followed by such uh, other films as Cats. Well, and prior to all of that, she had a hilarious role in Bridesmaids. Yeah. Um, okay, so let me let, let me let her speak for herself, okay? okay? I'll read her words. And I'm not even going to attempt the accent. Rebel Wilson said, When I started acting over two decades ago, I started as a serious actress, she tells People Magazine. So I really wanted to be the next Dame Judi Dench. And I was performing on stage and doing classics like Shakespeare and Marlowe. It was only in 2003 when I won a scholarship from Nicole Kidman that I got to specialize in comedy and went to comedy school in New York. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm sorry, don't you have more questions? Because I do. Well, the Nicole Kidman uh, scholarship. For, I didn't know about that. Was comedy school? Like, I'm, I have so many questions. Yeah. Well, I think she's saying she got the scholarship and used it for comedy school. Right. I, but there's, I don't even, okay. Anywho, so she, so she said, so to now do the Almond and the Seahorse felt like a return to what I was doing right at the start of my career. Yeah. I know it's very different to the glossy Hollywood comedies I've been doing in the past decade, but I had to dust off my serious acting chops for this role. And I'm so proud of the film and the performances. Yeah, I mean, again, like this is obviously a part of her career we were not familiar with. I'm just looking at her IMDb in terms of film, and I don't, you know, I don't see a bunch of serious roles. But maybe, again, to her point, she's talking about like stage and like other stuff before she became a Hollywood person. Which we would have no record of, and that is definitely just an interesting story to tell. I, I don't, I have, I have, I have, rebel wilson conflict within oh no well just because you know this the publicationships that she yeah was forward with um the way that the year of health got spun out for three years like everything feels very curated with her oh totally yeah i mean as an actress like her hollywood her attempt to sort of like break out through hollywood has been incredibly successful by the way because if you think about like it's overt it's so clearly overt we've talked about all of the like for the listener you we've been on a journey with rebel wilson and she has tried so hard to to break out in hollywood and she's now had her opportunity whether she's going to be successful long term is totally yet to be written Mm -hmm. and will largely depend on how you know the things that she is currently involved in play out such as almond and the Mm seahorse or as other people have called it the almond Almond and and the the racehorse pick your nut it could be a cashier i don't don't know i don't know how this movie is going to play out what i will say though is that she has been very calculated and very thoughtful about taking her career from one place to a totally different place and she has done it whether she's successful at it long term i think remains to be seen also i just think sometimes we're out here having watched a lot of celebrities get attention and the ways that they do it going we see you rebel right most people probably though don't 
you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, that's Fat Amy from, that was her name. Yep. Uh, from Pitch Perfect. Oh, I didn't know she could be serious. Yeah. She's a lesbian? Right. Because, again, that was like another yep. part of the personal story that, well, she didn't want to share that, by the way. That mm-hmm. was shared. On her behalf and without by shared, her. I mean, that was told to people without her permission. Yes. It wasn't, whoa. Thank you. Yes. No, Cher <laughs> no. did not have any involvement in that decision whatsoever. She's too busy dating a 36-year-old. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but, I, you know, again, like, Rebel Wilson is one of those people just that we are like, oh, she was, she worked real hard mm-hmm. for this moment. Yeah. And she is still working in real it. hard for yeah. this moment. Yeah. So right? I, I don't think you're wrong to be questioning the the path that we're on right well now. i'm also just going to throw this into the mix with very little time left but you can read the article because it's at people magazine in fact i think rebel wilson actually wrote it for them but <laughs> what you will see in the tammy tra- mccardle what you'll see in the trajectory of this article is how much uh, her life was imitating the art that she was creating yeah. in the moment and how much the art was imitating her life and in in such a kind of just an interesting way. Mm, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly, we call them. Z-Bags. We're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And we call them Bags of D. Oh, D Bags. What? Thank you. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag. I mean, is it better? Worse? I don't know. You know, probably even. Meh. Even Steven. Who's your D bag, Bradley? This whole story, and I don't even know where to point the D bag finger. Um, Yeah, I don't. I don't. Mm. No. Mm -mm. Uh, Lisa, exclusive. This is from the Daily Mail. Lisa Marie Presley was told by the Church of Scientology to convince Danny Masterson's rape accuser not to report him to police. Did you know this? I didn't know this. Now, you know, for those of you who don't know, you know, there's a story mm-hmm. of a guy named Danny, and uh, he is accused of rape, and he is currently on trial for those rapes. And the alleged victims uh, have had some things to say. Mm-hmm. This shocking claim that I just read to you in the form of a headline from the Daily Mail is news to me. Allegedly, supposedly, Lisa Marie Presley, who we know was in the Church of Scientology at one point, tried to persuade... Uh, one of Danny Masterson's rape accusers to not report him to the police. They say that Presley, who's a former Scientologist, was asked by the church to keep the accuser quiet. And allegedly, supposedly, she did. And has since apologized. So we should say that. Um, She apologized to the alleged victim for trying to silence her. And that's what prosecutors are claiming, because you can imagine, of course, if that is true, that would indicate that there was some knowledge of some inappropriate behavior. And by that, I mean illegal. Uh, Can I ask a question? Because I got questions. Yeah. When you say she apologized, I mean, did she has she been is she in the court of law? No, 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 no. This was like she's saying the uh, the prosecution is saying that at some point she apologized to the victim to the victim. Yeah. Um, without the jury, uh, let's see, um, because there's this whole, 
there was this whole discussion about whether or not to exclude her ev- this uh, evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, she did testify. Okay. Lisa Marie Presley did. Yes. Okay. But, okay, let me explain. Without the jury present, Deputy District Attorney Reinhold Mueller, that's a name, said that Presley has told police that a few months after April 2003, she was contacted by the Church of Scientology because she was friends with Jane Doe number one mm-hmm. and asked to make contact with Jane Doe number one and calm things down because Jane Doe one at the time was threatening to go to the authorities. Oh my gosh. She contacted Jane Doe one and reported back to the church. That's what her, the attorney is testifying to. Mm-hmm. Um, the attorney then tells the court that she also admitted to police that years later in 2014, she sent a message to Jane Doe one apologizing at that time for attempting to quiet okay. her. So there's actual like evidence because yes. she sent it in writing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But so here's the thing. It I don't know where to point the finger. Well, there's a lot. Because there's so much going on yeah. here. One, I didn't know this story. Number two, whoa. Number three, whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 Because we knew that Lisa Marie Presley was in Scientology. Mm-hmm. We'd heard rumors that she when she left Scientology, do you remember this? And that it was very, she was not very vocal about it. And it seemed like there was some confusion as to like what she was actually, like she didn't want to be outspoken about leaving the church Mm -hmm. because this was at a time when a lot of actors, or at least I shouldn't say a lot, but this is a time when Leah Remini and other people were speaking out very forcefully against the Church of Scientology. We understood that she was in it, wanted to leave, but there was some, like she didn't want to be vocal and, Right. Which you can understand because if you believe that this organization is trying to manipulate and control people and has actual secrets and information you need, about people because they disclosed it, which you need look no further than Paul Haggis mm-hmm. and the story we talked about yesterday where a woman is accusing him of rape and other people that have left the church say that it's a, a church plot, which I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying when people are that level of paranoid about what an organization is capable mm-hmm. of, it makes total sense that this story exists. But we're just now finding out about it, of course, right. because of this trial against Danny Masterson. And if it's true, and it appears that Lisa Marie Presley is has testified to this fact, or at least talked to police about it, that, um, you know, that's beyond troubling for a number yeah. of reasons. Whoa. I mean, whoa, like already we knew Danny Masterson, like he's already been on the list list for a minute. Yeah, because women have accused him of rape. Yeah. The Church of Scientology, this isn't their first time arriving in this segment either. Well, and remember, they also wanted to get these allegations against Danny Masterson adjudicated in a church. Yeah, in the Church of Scientology's judicial. What do they call that? I don't even remember. Arbitration. Yeah. Yeah. Which. Is not which they weren't allowed to do, which is why we're in trial now. Yeah, and then, then we enter Lisa Marie Presley into the conversation. She enters the chat, and that's a new. This is a new development in yeah, and like. In I'm glad D-bags. she apologized, but like, what else is going on? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. So we've got this one instance. Well, now you There's understand. More. Now you understand why Lisa Marie Presley at the time might have been very wary of mm-hmm. publicly well, separating she, yeah. herself from the church. I mean, I because think... Because they would have known. 
Yeah. That she had done this. I think and you would imagine she didn't want people to know. What people I don't think uh well I think some people realize, but um if you're casual about your understanding of Scientology, I think it's hard to understand why it's difficult for celebrities to cut ties with Scientology because they're very embedded. Um, and the Church of the Church of Scientology has a lot of information on them. Um, and so it's actually, I mean, honestly, the fact that Leah Remini left so vocally was an extreme act of bravery. Um, yeah. But, I mean, anytime anybody leaves the right. church. Because they do have such control over people. Yeah. But the way that she did it so vocally is like, that's very different than what we normally see celebrities do. A lot of times they just sort of cut ties and quietly move away like Lisa Marie did yeah. um, because she's got to hedge her bets. But oof, that's ooh. ooh. I know. Not good. Who's Not your tea good. bag? Um, the U.S. Sun, oh, which we can't see right now. Because it's cloudy outside. You mean the tabloid. I mean the tabloid. Thank you. For this, I don't even, like, I'm going to say headline, but then the whole story is dumb. Oh. So this was, uh, (laughs) this was on Monday that they printed this article or, you know, posted this article. Okay. Is he Al Wright? Today's Al Roker, absent from morning show after a series of strange on-air moments oh no and i'm like oh tell me more about the strange on-air moments i didn't hear anything about these okay nobody else is reporting them what does the sun have um so apparently uh there has been no explanation for al roker's absence from the show however on Friday, some weird things happened. Okay. During the third hour of the Today Show, uh, when uh, they... Wait, hold on a second. Nope, that's not it. Hold on. Let me move. Last week, oh. when Al was co-hosting with Carson Daly, okay. uh, Carson Daly clapped back at him after Al interrupted him during a segment. Okay. That's shocking. I mean... Al shouted an iconic line from the first Christmas story film while they were talking about the next Christmas story film that's coming oh, so out. So this was not drama. This was just him he was doing a movie line. Just talk, said the line and Carson Daly was like, Shh, and then finished the story. And that's, I think that's what I'm getting. By the way, no video contained here. Okay. okay. Then, uh, then helpful. another strange moment occurred when uh, he and another one of the hosts exchanged some not safe for work dialogue, uh, this is when uh, Al led the segment on travel and right. said, getting ready for travel for the holidays, a frequent complaint of flyers is shrinkage in the airline seats. And then they proceeded ah, yuck, to yuck, act yuck. out the Seinfeld shrinkage story. Great. The, uh that's not drama. That's None of this banter. is strange. Yeah. What, and are we I getting to the strange Al part? Ra- I think Al Roker just had the day off. No, that's this is the story. Is The Sun has put together a story about how Al Roker was not on the show on Monday. So they just Monday. want you to believe that Al Roker is melting down. He does seem to be a target of tabloids. Like, uh, maybe it's just The Sun. But I, I feel like I've seen these stories before. Um, What's the... Al Roker. Well, when you have nothing, I suppose you know 
There is that one time. Well, are you talking about the White House? Yeah. I thought so. Um, Al Roker had an embarrassing story, and the internet doesn't forget. And neither do Colleen and Bradley. <laughs> I mean, I think tabloids just need headlines, maybe. Oh. And they like to gin up drama. Surprise! Well, Great I, job, U.S. son. And I'm a little bit of a D-bag because I totally clicked on the story. Because I was like, where's the weird? I had to read it more I than was, once to try to figure out. Don't you always assume whenever you read a headline like that, like shocking, whatever, bizarre, whatever. You're like, I bet it's not shocking nor bizarre. Yeah, well, but, I get but, it. but there's the one out of moment. ten times that it's Wendy Williams fainting in a uh, Statue of Liberty costume. Yeah, like if you turned it in and like halfway through the show, Al Roker lifted up his shirt and said, how about them apples? <laughs> okay, that would be weird. That would be strange. Yeah. But all the rest of it sounds like he was just hosting a morning news magazine show and was, you know, and now he's palling around with his co-host and he, then he took a Monday off. Yeah. So you could have a three-day weekend. Good job, U.S. son. Yeah, thanks for that. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's a smackdown between two very famous and wealthy people. Oh, wow, fun. Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk? No. Okay. Judge Judy and Justin Bieber. What? We'll tell you all about the big feud after this oh, on My Talk 107.1. Hot. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley so show. <laughs> My Talk 1071. Thank you, Julia Fox. Colleen yes. Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. And um, I need to tell you about an epic smackdown. This is the biggest feud wow. that we have seen. I am overselling it. I, I was gonna say I haven't heard about this, so I'm curious, but tell me more. Well, I just love this. There's this there was drama. Between Judge Judy and Justin Bieber. What? That what? I didn't even know about. Like, I missed this neighbors? entirely. Yes, they were neighbors. And that in and of itself is bizarre, Did, like, right? he let his dog poop on her lawn or something and not clean up after it? No. Well, not that I know of. I don't think she would, Did he would, try though. to pee on her leg and say it was raining? Probably. Because, okay, so Judge Judy, um, as you know... Is the famous TV judge Judith Shineland, and literally like one of the most like wealthy. I think the wealthiest or the most the highest paid television celebrity. I mean that's crazy, right? Um, just for you know sitting in her uh, in her robe and judging people, um, but but she has amassed a reputation um, for being like a real straight shooter, and I like that about her. Yeah. Well, she was that way about. Justin Bieber when they were neighbors. So apparently, and she's recently talked about this to Access Hollywood. Oh, I was going to say, why is she talking in the first place? I, You know, I actually, that's a really good question. I don't know the, the bigger picture about why she was talking about this. Because she probably inked a deal for like six figures and or eight figures and she's not even working. Yeah, well, good on her. Um, but okay, so she lived next door to Justin Bieber back in 2014. Now, if you go in the Wayback Machine, you'll remember it. That was around the time that he did get in trouble for an egging incident in the neighborhood. Do yeah. you remember that? Oh, yeah. I mean, and it wasn't just a little bit of trouble. It was a lot. Because he 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 and his uh, hooligans um, did a lot of damage to a neighbor's house yeah. uh, with this egging. Yeah. And uh, he ended up... That was his up, bucket peeing phase. That was his bucket peeing phase. You're absolutely right. When he... Um, when he had like was in, engaged in that egg throwing incident, he was 
sentenced to two years probation as part of a plea deal. Um, and anyway, he ended up selling that house, by the way, to Khloe Kardashian. But that Small was world. that was the time when he was living. Small next, rich world. Right. When he was living next to Judge Judy and Judge Judy had spoken about it back in 2014. Um, she called him foolish publicly. She said uh, in an interview with CBS Los Angeles, quote, being a celebrity is a gift. You can either treat it reverently or you can make a fool out of yourself. And he's doing a very good job of making a fool out of himself. And I think it's sad. Nobody's going to remember that he was a marginal singer, but they're going to remember a young kid who had a chance to have it all. And he's blowing it by acting like a fool. So that is what Judge Judy said about him in 2014 during his bucket peeing egg throwing days. Well, apparently he got wind of that and he knew she was not fond of him. And so judge Judy says that he was so afraid of her that he would have his security team alert that him, if she was even outside her phone or her phone, her home so that they wouldn't cross paths. Oh, so she would just be like living her life. You could just do her. Hey, you kid, isn't that be better? Seriously. Don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Like, I just, the other thing I think about is, I get it. I Have you ever had a terrible neighbor in your life? Like, no, I've been very fortunate. Lucky. We've had terrible neighbors. And it is, it is an awful experience. Now, every neighbor of mine that's listening is wondering if it's going to say, wow, they're not, call them out. It's Hope not you. <laughs> and, if, and if you want to have a conversation with me about it, I'll tell you the whole story. And it's a doozy. But, no, we had terrible neighbors. And it was actually, like... We couldn't, it affected the way we lived because you didn't want to go outside when they were outside. We, it was just really hard, but we also live like I can see into the house from my windows. Like that's how we're so close. Yeah. I imagine in this Calabasas neighborhood, you know, there's a pretty good chance that he's going to be able to get out of his house and not even know that she's not right there, you know? But he still was so afraid of yeah. her. He wouldn't leave his house if she was outside at all. Also, he has a security detail. What are you afraid of? That's yeah. That's the other. He just didn't like want to. She's going to throw her. something at you, or she's just going to. No, she's be just going to be salty because that's who she is. Exactly. And I bet that's actually not who she is most of the time. I'm sure she's a perfectly delightful yeah. neighbor. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like I'm sure she's yeah. I'm sure she's great, and I'm sure if you're not, she plays a character on TV. That is particularly salty. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if she plays that up for TV. Yeah. Wait, are you saying people do that? It's a thing. Um, anyway, she said there was a period of time before he grew up when he was foolish and doing foolish things that I might have said something about it. And then I understood that he was paying the front door people to let him let him know when I was there coming and going so he wouldn't have to bump into me. So she knows about it. But I just, I kind of love it. And what I want, what I'm hoping for, because I think this is what the world needs in 2022. Oh, God. Is what do we need? Like a Justin Bieber, Judy, Judge Judy, like, you know, photograph. Like of the two of them maybe out <laughs> for dinner. You know what I mean? Like coming together. I'm like, you know, that like a moment where she acknowledges like he's not the person he used to be. And he's like, Judge Judy, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you're such a great person. Yeah, that and seems I was running plausible. scared from you. I just this is what I'm I sure. Want. Judge Judy's like, I don't have time for this. 
get out of my face, kid. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm I mean, counting hey, my money. I'm Be- sitting on my stacks. The Bieber Shineland uh, Summit. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Why not? I just think that would be just kind of a lovely end of the story. Or maybe, or maybe somebody like, you know. Uh, well, they don't even live together anymore. So it's or live next, together next to each other no. anymore. So it's not like she has to worry about him because the other thing is i i think if you're an adult you kind of realize like that's justin bieber he hit fame as a child he's a child star we're going to give him some extra space because he's not like the rest of us yeah i mean he hasn't had the experience the rest of us have had that was a strange moment the to consider Justin Bieber living in a neighborhood with grown uh, adults and egging their homes yeah. in multi-million dollar neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah he went like, through a very difficult period. You know, look at uh, Miley Cyrus went through a similar mm-hmm. period. I mean, it wasn't criminal, um, but it was awkward mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Lindsay Lohan went through this period. It was criminal. Um, mm-hmm. Amanda Bynes went through yeah. her own journey. Like child stars, uh, Drew Barrymore struggled. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just saying child stars be careful yeah be don't very be child careful star. don't don't do it that is star. not something to aspire to nope. uh anyhow just fyi judge judy she's got eyes wide open she knows that he's in a better place is she even on yeah. anymore i'm assuming she's syndicated right well I th- she has a deal with imdb remember no that was a couple years ago and she made a lot of money so you can find her in the corners selling of the her internet. catalog did she sell her catalog like her Sears catalog. Yeah, her Sears catalog. No, like her <laughs> her film library. I'm saying she, oh, you know, sure, she yes. has got so many years worth of syndicated TVs. Yes. Oh, yeah. That no, I, I thought you know. maybe she sold like her library to Oh gosh. IMDb, IMDb I or do, something. I do not have the details about that. I know she's making new comment content for streaming, but you might be able to catch a rerun somewhere out in the universe. The Listen, aliens watch Justin Bieber. I will tell you, I'd be more afraid to run yeah, into she's her got... in a dark alley than Justin Bieber. Uh, yeah, she's season 25. Return for season 25. It's final season with a multitude of COVID precautionary updates. Okay. So it looks like it's done, but um, I'm sure you can still get repeats on oh, plenty yeah. of places. Yeah, she's still counting her money. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your favorite appetizer? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071.